0: Hello and welcome to the Entertainment Earth Toy of the Week podcast, which is increasingly inaccurately named because it's usually more than one toy, and this week it's not even a toy. I'm your host, Adam Paulus. It is Friday, August 31st, 2018, and what I have for you is quite a treat. Uh, There's a new Venture Brothers art book, which has been delayed for quite some time, but is actually out now. It's really big, and Dark Horse gave me a copy to look at, and oh, I love it. I had one on order, but since they gave me one, I don't have to order it anymore. It's it's very cool. It's very big. It's filled with pages, and I can tell you what's in it. Uh, basically, it's a lot of artwork and commentary. Uh, it's mostly Doc Hammer and Jackson Public, or Christopher McCulloch, and some of it has been organized and asked by one Ken Plume, who I've been following on Twitter for a very long time, and I can't even remember how or why. But uh, they're very funny and insightful, and they tell you about their not-quite-parody, not-quite-pastiche, not-quite-homage, homage, tribute, whatever. It's a, basically one of the greatest cultural remixes you'll ever see. The Adult Swim cartoon, which, if you're listening to this, you probably watch, features a couple of boys, uh, the scientist's father... Their bodyguard and a number of colorful villains and other characters, magical and science and all kinds of stuff, many of which are nods to or directly uh, copied from existing places in pop culture. Race Bannon shows up. Uh, there's a whole episode about the Six Million Dollar Man. Um, there's a wink and a nod to a number of characters like Captain Sunshine was heavily inspired by Batman, And the Monarch is one of the greatest cartoon villains ever. Uh, If you're a kid of the 80s especially, you'd probably recognize little bits and pieces of Cobra Commander or Skeletor type uh, villainy. In addition to being kind of a dork himself, uh, 21 and 24 as henchmen are fantastic. We're currently re-watching the show and I very much love it. Season 7 is on right now. And this art book focuses on seasons 1 through 6 with a little bit of 7. Some of the commentary in Season 6 refers to things happening in Season 7, which I was reading and I'm like, I don't remember that. And then I'm watching a Season 7 episode and it's like, oh, they might have gotten stuff out of order. So it's kind of interesting to realize that there might be stuff that's a little unfinished. Uh, the artwork itself is pretty gorgeous. You get to see original pencil drawings, things on the back of napkins, lavish paintings, digital mats, stuff with their background team overseas did, stuff that they drew, storyboards, even a How to Draw the Characters guide done as a comic by them for the animators. It's great. You get to hear some origin stories. You get to see how much of their stuff came from previous projects. Uh, It owes a lot to The Tick, to no surprise. Ben Edlund even worked on The Venture Brothers. And I just finally got through the book. It took me, gosh, about a month to get through it because I've been reading a little bit here and there between other projects. I love it. There's a lot to enjoy. There's a lot to like. They even show merchandise, some of which, uh, full disclosure, I slash we worked on. Biff Bang Pow is part of the Entertainment Earth family, and you can see our shot glasses, action figures, tin totes, and other collectibles. There's some fun stories in there, too. I'll even tell you a couple of them. Uh, And the action figures, they were talking about uh, Dean and Hank coming with... uh, shotgun and a machete, and the reason they did it is because it was dumb. Not true. I am the one who actually picked the accessories, because I had to get the stills from the episodes to do it. I can't draw to save my life, but I can grab reference files, and I did a little bit of contribution to this line. Uh, Hank's machete comes from the episode, I believe it was Assassin 99 where he gets uh, drugged by Molotov cocktease, and kind of loses his mind, and has a machete. Uh, Dean's shotgun comes from the uh, Escape from the House of Mummies episode, where his head is on a mummy body, and he has a gun all of a sudden, and that was where that inspiration came from, because you have a couple of characters who are a couple of, frankly, nice dorks. They're not going to shoot people. They're not going to pound the crap out of people. They're, that's not who they are. So you have to give them some kind of an accessory because they're an action figure, so what do you give them? Uh, they don't use weapons, so I used the only weapons I could see them interacting with, and that's why they're in there. And now you know. It's not because it was stupid. It was because, you know, I, I can't do something because it's stupid. There has to be prior art. And if you're ever, unfortunately, stuck dealing with me on an action figure project, that's those are my two favorite words. Like, you have to cite an example of why you did something. And the art book does a really good job of that. Why does this character act this way? Why does that character act that way? Why is this design in there? Why even keep a character alive? I'm not going to spoil who if you haven't watched the show all the way through yet. But they even say, like, why are we keeping this character around anymore? Well, we really can't do anything with him. So if we kill him off, then we can motivate this other character to do this other thing. And we can move the story ahead and we can show growth and all that stuff. It's a wonderful play-by-play on the uh, series of the show. But as I mentioned, there's a couple of things that are a little inconsistent. Um, Or maybe I have a bad memory of Season 6. But as far as I know, there are certain things like uh, the cheapness of Doc Venture uh, regarding... uh, Hank asking for money for something was something that just came up in season seven. So maybe it came up in six and I just forgot. It's fascinating to see all this stuff and how they take an idea. It's really good and they sit on it for later. Like they know it's a good idea and they don't just be like, ah, forget it. They'll, They'll find a way to bring it back. It's hundreds and hundreds of pages. It's really big. It doesn't have its own bookmark. You'll wish you had one. And it's colorful, but it's a lot of reading for an art book. Like, I've got a small collection of art books like, you know, Prometheus and some of the Zelda books and some Star Wars books. And you you always find something neat in there. Titan does some great ones, by the way, if you ever get a chance to see Titan's making of books. Oh, lordy, those are nice. And Dark Horse is doing a great job, too. Right now, I'd say Dark Horse and Titan are competing for my affections as far as the best uh, nerdly tomes on the the behind-the-scenes of any given project. And Dark Horse did a spectacular job with this several years in the making... That if you are a Venture Brothers fan, or if you know a Venture Brothers fan, provided they're caught up on this show, I'd highly recommend picking it up. Because you get to see pretty much everything. There aren't that many Venture Brothers collectibles, but you get to see all the DVD and Blu-ray artwork. You get to see the Kid Robot blind boxed figures. You get to see sideshows, giant maquettes, and the Adult Swim promotional watches. Most of the shirts from the T-shirt club are in here it's all there. It's the, uh, right now, ultimate fan guide. I would say there's nothing better than this, and I should have led with this instead of adding it to the end, but it's so good. I recommend you spending your money on it. I believe we have a couple in stock right now, unless somebody bought them, but uh, don't miss the opportunity to get it. it. It's worth it. I mean, it's not often you get to say in this day and age, hey, there's a really great book. You need to check it out because everything is a website or a dvd feature but it's a very satisfying journey through uh gosh six seasons over 14 years i mean it got spread out a little bit and they explain why there's so many answers to questions i've had about the show and the history of it how they made it why it took so long to renew things um why were some seasons a little better than others they tell you maybe they were really busy maybe they were working on something else it's in there uh, It's good. It's fun. It's entertaining. And you'll like it. Um, We are no longer producing New Venture Brothers products, so I have no reason to necessarily sell you on this. We do have some left over from our previous runs in stock you can order today. And, of course, we have this book. I hope it keeps going so there's a volume, two. Granted, I'll possibly be 60 by the time they get to enough episodes for a volume, two. But as long as they'll still keep me around and employed here, I'll be happy to tell you all about it. Go to entertainmentearth.com today and type in Adventure Brothers to see what we have available. And I would recommend ordering this as soon as you can, because you're a good person who likes fun. And you can get even more fun if you follow us on Twitter at EntEarth. Thanks for listening to the Toy of the Week podcast. I've been rambling about a book for almost eight and a half minutes, so I'm going to bid you a happy Labor or weekend, and I'll see you next time on the Entertainment Earth podcast.